What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode Thursday this week. A little bit bang, of a bang, bang, week two preseason. Up, yeah, messed up schedule. We finally got preseason week one in the freaking books. Vibes are high. Hey, I got my new patty furniture. Vibes are high out of here, too. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, preseason week one, there are obviously starters playing a couple of drives here and there. Um, is there anyone that, you know, you're borderline on? Yeah, and obviously this isn't going to you know make you I'm all in on, but uh, someone that you're borderline and you after the week one you're like, huh, I'm going to keep thinking and like the interest grew. I mean, week one is so tough to tell because starters right. only play one, maybe two drives. I mean, the the homer pick in me wants to say, huh, DJ Moore's pretty good, <laughs> but no, I like I said, I don't want much preseason, and if I do, it's going to be weeks two or three when. You know, starters are playing a quarter, maybe a half. So, no, I, I just caught a bunch of the highlights this week, and nobody really stood out to me. What about you? I did like, you know, I have been, you know, higher. Not now, like, oh, my God, I'm drafting him no matter what. But I've been higher on Tank Bigsby. Um, okay. And, and I thought he, you know, and what they've been saying out in camp is he's great in the pass catching game. Why they drafted him? They drafted him early. He's bigger. Um, you know, I know the size – they're kind of close, but he just looks bigger than Travis Etienne, and he showed it. Um, he had a, a long run. Uh, he caught a pass. Um, so I, I would keep watching him, and I think he could be one of those late-round running backs you know, that, you know, is RB2, but could just be seen in the third-down role and, you know, be that pass-catching guy, which is obviously very valuable. I know people keep telling me that Tank Bigsby or Etienne is bigger than Bigsby. Just look at them on the field together. Yeah. Bigsby, same size, if not a little bigger. So, I mean, yeah, I, if, if you pick them up in your uh, second, maybe even third round of Dynasty rookie drafts, it just, I mean, he, I, I agree with you. He's a guy to watch for sure. But for talking fantasy, or are we just talking NFL in general? Because, uh, both. I mean, fantasy, like, like not, I said, not I think relevant he could be your one, but I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, I think for fantasy, I think, again, he could, he's not going to be an RB10, an RB20. But, you know, he could just be some guy who's involved and, sure. you know, he could be thrown out there and he could break a 40 yard, you know, screen pass. And then that's what, and then that's sometimes all it takes for those running backs, especially rookie running backs that they spend a good draft capital on to more and more. So it's just someone that, you know, late in redrafts, I'm taking with my last pick if he's there um, and just you know, throwing a dart. And if he's not involved week one, week two, then I can drop him because I didn't spend a lot to get him. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. For doing a re- our last redraft mock of the year this uh, this year, and good points at the end of drafts. I do like taking guys with as much upside as possible, and Bigsby yep. definitely fits that category. So, yeah, I, I like that. Uh, but yeah, we got some news to talk about, some injuries, unfortunately, and Mason said he's got a surprise for me to start this episode, and I can't wait any longer. Let's hear it. <laughs> All right, so we haven't done a question of the week in a couple of weeks. Um, just kind of making these. Episode shorter, just doing straight football stuff. So I don't have one question. I got a couple, and Holy I want to see Anthony Dodge. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Holy shit! <laughs> I, good thing I didn't drink before this. <laughs> and I'm going to start off in your area of expertise. You were a biology major. Oh no! 
<laughs> First question, fifth grade science. We'll do five questions, okay? All right. <laughs> All right. What species can live on both water and land? What species can live on both water and land? I'm going to go reptiles. Final no. answer. <laughs> what the is answer it? is amphibians. Uh, so, uh, that makes sense. Frogs are amphibians. Yeah. I did not know that either. So, but I'm not the one huh. on trial here. Hey, I barely got my piece of paper. <laughs> no, yeah, one's, I, no one's visiting you in Whitewater and going to those bars. I can see why you barely got it. Yeah, they are a fun time. All right. Well, I, watch, watch that be the only question I get wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How many countries are in North America? So there's the big three, obviously. Yeah. Oh man, I I have a feeling there's more, but I I don't know if like those little islands count as countries. Oh man, I, for for the integrity of the game, I have my computer sitting right here. I won't look it up, but the, I'm just to go with my gut and say three, even though I I'm sure there's more. There's twenty three. Holy fuck, where'd they all come from? I don't know. I saw that. I'm like, I know you're not getting this one right. Bro, what? This is according to, you know, scarymommy.com. I mean, I would assume they wouldn't put the wrong answers on there. Well, someone fact check that. Yeah. All right. We will go to grammar and spelling. Okay. This is, this is my wheelhouse. I feel like I'm, I've always, I was always good at spelling bees and stuff. So we're, we're good to go here. All right, I'll try. Do you want an easy one or no? Well, just give me the one you were, but pretend I never said anything. Just give me what you're going to give me. I will do, I'll do an easy one. All right, I work on a building. What site is it? There are three options. S-I-G-H-T, S-I-T-E, C-I-T-E. S-I-T-E, Hunter. Correct. Oh, you scared me with the pause. <laughs> also, I want to give you an easy one. I wanted to get one right. That was a first grade question. Oh, nice. Yeah, build yeah. confidence. Yeah. Maybe I should have started <laughs> with that. All right. What else you got All for right. me? All right. In this sentence, Sally is a very good drummer. What part of speech is the word very? Hang on. You broke up. What part of speech is what? And Sally is a very good drummer. Yeah. What part of speech is the word very? Very is. Oh, man. It's not an adjective. That's not describing anything. It's emphasizing something. Oh, no. I wanted to say alliteration. I don't even know what that means, but I just, just doesn't sound right. Oh, it's i don't know man i first grade was a long time ago this is fifth grade well fifth grade was a long time ago <laughs> do you have an answer alliteration it's not gonna be right adverb huh <laughs> so an, an adverb is just emphasizing something it's emphasizing the verb oh that makes sense <laughs> oh no <laughs> One for I'm over three on fifth grade questions. Yeah, you're one for Jeff Fox will really be so disappointed in me. 
All right, this is a history question, and I'm asking it because one of our league mates in Dynasty is a history middle school teacher. I, I'm so bad at history. I'm going to be funny. It's a fifth grader, fifth grade question, but it should be a layup. All right. Okay. Who was the president of the Confederate States during the United States Civil War? Bro, I could not. I have no fucking clue. I don't Are know. Are you the Civil kidding War me? I don't even know who fought in the Civil War. I couldn't even tell you 1800s or 1900s. You, we, what do you mean you don't know who fought in the Civil War? I have no idea who fought in the Civil War. It was That's the North versus, joke versus the South. Hence, what? Oh, that was the United States, North and South? Yes! Bro, I don't fuck. I literally hate history. Sorry. Oh. History is dumb. Mm-hmm. I'll just go out and guess Abraham Lincoln. I don't, know. I don't fucking know. You are correct. Oh, let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. Abraham, there was, there was the war to free the slaves. To, for free the slaves. And he was known as the president. Everyone says the best thing, the most noble thing. And everyone, when they think about, oh, what did Lincoln do? It's free the slaves. All right. Well, there we go. Now we learn something new every day. All right. Well, you got two out of five. I'm going to say you are not smarter than a fifth grader. Oh, man. Well, good thing uh, this isn't the fifth grader podcast, but knowledge podcast. It's the football podcast. Isn't it crazy how we used to know all that stuff, though? And now, I mean, some of us know it, um, but I, most, no. most don't. Go- going off of that, I took a, a Facebook quiz uh, uh, to get into the country quiz, a, a citizenship test. And or maybe it was on TikTok, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. I got 10 out of 10. It's, I feel like most of that is still common knowledge. Yeah, I think we, yeah, it was TikTok. You sent it to me, and I believe yeah. I got nine or ten out of ten. So I was, st- I'm still getting into the country. Yeah, I, mean, I took that sophomore, junior year, so a little earlier than fifth or later than fifth grade. But yeah, all right. Anyways, <laughs> all let's, right. let's, let's get into the news. Again. All you, yeah. let's never do that again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, start. So we have seven pieces of news to catch up on. We'll start on the signings. Uh, we got Zeke and Dalvin Cook. Uh, Cook signed a one-year $8.6 million deal with the Jets. Uh, more money than most people thought he was going to get. So uh, let's dive into that right away for fantasy purposes. Cook is still recovering from his shoulder surgery. He should be there week one. Uh, but, you know, obviously we all saw the coming. Jets were always the front runner. But now that it's a solidified deal, let's say you are still the Brees Hall owner in Dynasty. What's your, your temperature? Or like... I are you for this upcoming year for redraft or dynasty for i mean what if you were drafting Brees in dynasty redraft or you had him you had to know that he was not going to be 100 he was not going to be getting 20 plus opportunities if you thought that then you then you're you were just completely wrong like that was never going to be the plan so it's not that the beginning of the season i was really worried about it's like okay if he's still the lone back and they don't bring anyone in weeks probably eight Duran, that second half of the season, that's what I was excited for. Now, now I don't know. Because Cook can still do it. He can catch passes. We obviously saw that big screen against the Colts to, I think, tie the game on their big comeback. And he was the, what, RB12, I believe, last year. So he is still capable. I don't see Brees Hall being a uh, top 10, top 12 RB. He's going to be borderline RB, end of RB2 now, in my opinion, with this signing. 
I know. I, I keep hearing that it's going to be close to a 50-50 split this year, and that's not great for Brees Hall. You know, I mean, his ADP, I'm, I'm looking at a – it's going to take a little while to uh, to project that once, you know, because Cook signed last week. So, uh, yeah, his, his ADP is 32 right now. And where's Cook? Do you know where Cook is? Uh, I can type him in. I mean, if you're drafting – if you drafted last week or even this week, you're getting a steal with Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is 69. Okay, so back of the sixth round, or maybe fifth round if you're in the 12-man. So. Yep. Yeah, I, if it is a 50-50 split, Brees Hall is going way too high in drafts right now, and I think they'll both be middle-of-the-road RB2s, maybe a high-end RB2 for one of them. But if I had to, if I had to place my bet on one of them still, it, it still would be Brees Hall. Younger, he's got more upside. He's got, you know, he's got the fresher legs. So, mm-hmm. but I, uh, I did one of my two redraft. Uh, I took Hall in the fourth round, and I mean, it's not terrible value, but at this point, yeah, I, I could have gone a different route. So, it's just going to be hard to play him. Like, he, let's say he has a big twenty-four point week. Like, you want to play him the next week because he just did it, and then let's say it's one of those fifty-fifty shares. And Cook is just looking better than Brees that day. And then he gets you right. seven points. It's going to be so hard to play Brees with any confidence, unless it's four or five games in a row where it's 65, 35, 70, 30, which could be, but they're not paying Dalvin Cook that much money to give him 10 opportunities, eight opportunities a game. Right. And so for Dynasty, for dynasty purposes, if you're the hall manager, I would say just sit tight. I mean, if you're you, you could try and buy him low, but I don't think three is going to be his year. It might just be a punt it till 2024 for Hall. I did try and get Brees Hall in our um, Midwest dynasty, and you um, just traded him away. I did, and you know <laughs> the guy that has him is a win now team. He has no depth. He has no picks. Like he needs to win now. So I sent over. Um, you know, uh, I, it was Miles Sanders and a first, I think, for Brees and I think A-Chain. I just wanted to be funny, but kind of see what he would say. Um, he said bitch, so uh, didn't get anywhere. He said what? He called me a bitch, so oh. it did not get anywhere. But if if you can see that the Brees Hall owner is a win-now team, they just lost a starting running back. Go and try to get him. Like, go, don't try and lowball because people who are in Dynasty, they do no value. But go and try to get him. You might get him lower than what he, than what he would have been. You would have had to get up for him two weeks ago, last week. Right. Uh, let's move on to Zeke. Uh, Zeke signed a one-year $6 million deal with the Patriots. Up uh, to you... $6 million. Up to. I think it's like three and a half guaranteed. Oh, I didn't see this, the specifics. I just saw yep. the six. Okay. So, I mean – we knew the Patriots are going to see somebody. I don't think this hurts. This obviously this hurts for my, bit, but it's not earth shattering. Where if Cooks would have signed with the Patriots type deal, uh, Zeke is going to get some goal line work. He's going to get some third down work. But Ramondre still the passenger. He's still the easily top uh, top running back on this team. I'm not too worried about him. I'm looking up his ADP. It's 302 right now. And I yeah 27 ish. I would still take him in the third round. I, Zeke, that Zeke signing doesn't scare me off that much. Yeah, and you know, last year there were games of Ramondre. Yeah, he had twenty carries, high teens, but then there are some weeks he just had seven carries, eight carries, and he still got you double digit fantasy points because of those the pass catching game. This is it. Obviously, hurts him to be 
a top five running back, like which I, I kind of projected him to be if, if it would have stayed the same. But he can still be the RB7, RB9, what he did last year. This does not hurt him at all. Um, if he's falling, get him. I've been taking him a lot in redrafts in the third round. Um, so I, I hope he does continue to fall. I have the 307 in one draft already. So I would love to have him at the 307. Yeah, I'd, I'd still be shocked if he didn't finish as an RB1 this year. So Yeah, I would be too. Uh, a couple injuries to talk about before we get into our draft. Uh, Traylon Burks, this just happened yesterday. He sprained his LCL uh, a couple weeks. Uh, now, yeah. the, two to six, two to six. I, I would say that's a big, big range. I don't think he's going to play week one. He's no. He'll be back week three, four at this point. That, it's, it's just sucks for a guy. A second year, we were hoping for his breakout season. Now to get off to, to a slow start, they just brought another receiver in. I don't know how involved – I don't know. It's just – it's tough to project second-year receivers on a running offense with with DeAndre with the lingering injury now that he's going to have. It, it's There's a lot of question marks. Yeah, I mean, their bye week is until week seven. So you would kind of hope it'd be week five. That way they'd probably rest up one more week and then be back fully healthy to go week six. Um, but again, it is, you know, week seven. So he'll be ready. Worst case, if it's a two to six weeks uh, by week four against Cincinnati. But again, like it's not something, you know, he didn't prove anything last year. Everything was just off the hype first round draft pick. He's the only guy there. And now he's just had injury. Hopkins, you've already mentioned it, running team. And his ADP was in that eighth round. I'm I'm not taking him there anymore. I don't know if it's updated yet. Let me... No, it's See still eighth. It's still eighth round. I mean, last year he only had, he's he only at ninety three, so early ninth round. Okay, last year he played eleven games. He only saw fifty four targets. Only caught sixty one percent of his catches. So, I mean, there there wasn't a lot of volume, and he, the volume he did get, the quality wasn't always there. So you're right, we haven't seen him yet. Yeah, I'm I'm out on Burks unless he falls to like the twelfth, and because you could put him on the IR, or assuming he's not ready for week one, which I doubt he is. Um, it, it's an IR spot, so you can put him on there, but I'm not taking him in the ninth or 10th because who knows how long it'll be where I can still get maybe my quarterback. Maybe I punted and I get Gino or Anthony Richardson. I'd rather have than uh, than Traylon Burks in his uh, situation. Sure. Uh, this guy's not playing for the first six weeks anyways, but Jameson <laughs> Williams, he uh, pulled up on, uh, I think yesterday with a hamstring injury. He's out the rest of the preseason said, uh, I mean, obviously he's out of the rest of the preseason. Why would you rush him back from a hamstring injury when he's out the first six weeks anyways? But this just one thing after another with this dude, starting fights in practice, constantly getting hurt, getting himself suspended. This dude, he, we might not ever see this guy play. No. And he, I believe with his suspension, he can't do anything with the team or, or be in the facility. I believe. No, nope. I, I, nope. I, yeah. So it's not like he's getting reps or anything. Like he's doing nothing. They're not going to wait for him. This is a team that is projected to win the division, have all these hopes. Like he's not just going to come back and automatically be the wide receiver too. They're going, they're going to forget about him. And what he proved, even in the one, two games he proved la- he played last year, he played like 10% of snaps. Like I've had on him in dynasty now. And for sure, I'm not drafting him in redraft whatsoever. Cause you, unlike Traylon, you can't put him on the IR. 
No, redraft, you have to be totally out on him. He had that one long bomb touchdown on like first his first target last year. Yeah. And that that's all he's he, he, that's all he's done. He's still still a talented receiver from what they say. We haven't seen him at all. Yeah. But I think the age and the lack of depth on the Lions is the only thing that they him right now. But yeah. I, I mean, you can only get so many chances before the team moves on. Right, I would. I mean, okay. I said I'm out on dynasty. I'd probably, if I knew where my picks were lined up, I'd I'd throw out a late second for them. But no way in hell I'm giving up any first. I and I, would, I would do an early second. Get, give me give me Williams for an early second. I I don't know. I don't at this moment. I think. I mean, the two, the first what four guys? Okay, C.J. Stroud should have been the fourth, or was the fourth, but it should have been someone else. Like, would you have rather had Mims, Rice, um, who would you want, Roshan, and Tank, and Zach Charbonnet? I'd rather have those five guys than Jameson Williams, who's been ACL, now this injury, and suspension, and fights. Like, I, I wouldn't just take a shot on someone who isn't. Obviously, we don't know what's going on in those picks, but. <sighs> I, I'd rather take Williams over all, all five of those guys because the talent is still there and. Yeah, you know, the second round. We've picks, been told we, it's there. We, we have been told it's that he was supposed to be the first receiver or draft if he didn't get hurt in the championship game. So I'd rather take my shot. And if he comes back healthy, if he stays on the field, I'd yeah. rather there. Yeah. But uh, one other guy, I I don't I almost took him off this list because I saw a Twitter video today and he was already running again. But Kendrick Miller has a knee yep. sprain. Uh, he doesn't need surgery, but the optimism's quote unquote he'll be ready for week one. So. Uh, th- I hope he's out there because this is his time to shine without uh, without Kamara. If he's not out there, holy shit, Jamal Williams in every DraftKings lineup. Yo, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, they've been, they almost had Kareem Hunt. Uh, obviously, we don't know where he's going yet. He visited with them, and then the next day the Colts, and then the Vikings. But you would think if Kendra Miller, if they didn't think he was going to be there, they would have signed someone by now. So if they don't sign anyone, Kendra could be a great uh, – I'm not re- – I'm starting to fade him more and more in redraft just because the injury, he came in with an injury. Alvin looked great. All reports out of campers, Alvin's great. Um, and I just don't – Kendra would have to go nuclear in those first three weeks for him to sustain uh, any playability the rest of the season. But he could be, like you said with Jamal Williams, he could be a better DraftKings value just because Jamal might cost you six grand. Kendra might cost you three and a half, four. For sure. Oh, man. All right. Well, is there any other news before you get into, we get into this uh, mock draft? No, Amonra kind of tweaked something, but they said there's no – they're not concerned about that by any means. All that means, though, is Sam Laporta, baby, getting targets in camp, and he keeps showing out. Yeah. All right. So, oh, I see – Okay. <laughs> I, I – uh, I with you but uh we'll see <laughs> we will see uh so you have the so it's the 10 team we haven't done a 10 team yet redraft one quarterback league uh we got two running backs two receivers three flex and a tight end uh, and i think i put six bench spots in there. 15 rounds we'll got we'll try and get through them all here just uh to you know give you guys some insight on who we like in those later rounds but you picked the one seven uh, and I don't want to go too close to you, but yeah. at the same time, I know I'm going to get like eighth or ninth, ten people or the pick to pick my order. You know what I mean? Out of ten oh. people, and I feel like I'm going to be in the middle. So I'll do the spot. So we're 
farther enough away, but at the same time, we're not stealing each other's picks. So here yeah, we go. I went at the seven just because I do have the 107 and the 12 team. Obviously different than 10, but just trying to get a feel for it. Yeah. So first year off the board, there's no shock for the first five five picks, to be honest. Uh, I, I If I had the 101, I would go CMC, and he's the 104. I went Chase, Jefferson, Eckler. I want the best running back in the draft. Boom, CMC. Don't overthink it. Ugh. And then went Cooper Cup and Tyreek Hill. This is that's awesome. I've been, I know, that's who I've been going with at the 107 has been Tyreek. He's been there probably I, 80% of times I do mocks. I like how this fell out. I'm curious to see your thought process now that the top six are gone. I know. Um, you know, I mean, so Travis Kelsey, he's the next rank in ADP. I've never had a share of Kelsey or Andrews ever um, just because, you know, in – in 10-man and 8-man, like, having a tight end and, like, those quarterbacks, it means a little bit more just because, you know, for, just from what I've heard in other, you know, podcasts and read, you play those teams more than you do in a 12-team. So you could play Kelsey two or three times in an 8-man or a 10-man, or in a 12-man, 14, you're only going to play him once. So it's not that big of a deal. And then next is Bijan. The next best wide receiver is Stefan Diggs. Who I've had shares of, and that's just awesome. But I'm going to go a different route, something that I've never done, and I I will go Travis Kelsey. Whoa! All right. <laughs> yeah, I I I've I've drafted Kelsey in mock drafts, but I I don't think I owns to to take him in the first round in any draft. Yeah, I mean he's always like end of the first. I remember was it two years ago? He was the 103, 104, and it's never been a wrong pick. <laughs> so it it really hasn't. You, and you have to have him finish as a tight end one to have that pan out. Yeah, you do. Um, which again is scary because Mark Andrews, he was it two years ago. He Mark Andrews missed some games. Lamar missed games, so he uh, was the tight end four last year. But the next six picks: Bijan, Chubb, and Diggs. And then to come back was Lamb, Saquon, AJ Brown. Next is Patrick Mahomes, Adams, Amonra, Henry, and JT. Mahomes and Kelsey would be an insane stack, but I'm not going to do it. Oh, uh, that could be sick. <laughs> I know. It'd be so sick. But my depth is just going to be terrible when it comes to come, you know, my first wide receiver would be, you know, like a T. Higgins, which fine. A Ramondre, fine. But if I can pair up, you know, an Amon Ra and a T. Higgins, like that's just so much better. Right. Um. So I just with that being said, I will go Amonra St. Brown. Uh, we've talked about Jameson Williams being gone. There's so many targets for him. He's just a target machine. He's just like a Devonte. He's just like a Cooper Cup. Just he's gonna get 150, 60 targets. You can't ask for anything better in the second round. For sure. Uh, this draft is. I mean, I I'm gonna try and play this. I have my draft, my last draft next week. Uh, redraft and I if I four spot and I take CMC 104 and Mr. Derrick Henry is there in the second round. I am definitely going the RB here. Yeah. Yeah. I went Devontae Adams and then John. So Mahomes there, Garrett Wilson, Josh Jacobs. If, if we Jacobs was clear, good to go. It would be a toss up whether I took Henry or Jacobs. Uh, I'm totally out on Pollard and I don't really like making quarterbacks this early. I like waiting for the Lamar, Justin Fields. Yeah. Uh, situation so i'm going cmc and derrick henry and i am not worrying about running back for a while yep no that's just that, those are good picks and let's go right. 
people have there's a tons of hype around Mark Andrews being taken in the third. I if you take him there, fine. That that's totally fine. But I love building my team first four, maybe even first five picks around depth at running back and depth at wide receiver position. And I'm going to take a guy who Derek Carr could easily support a top ten option this year. Chris Olave, I love the upside in the third round. Yeah, after that Henry pick goes Mahomes, Hurts, Waddle, Wilson, Pollard, Jacobs, Uen Olave, and now Josh Allen and Najee Harris. So I am on the clock. Take the uh, Kelsey Mark, Mark Andrews stack. <laughs> no, I'm I'm okay. <laughs> so Mark Andrews is next. Ramondre, T. Higgins, Devonta Smith, Brees Hall, DK, and ETN to round out what I can see on my screen. Um, obviously, I have no idea what the computer is going to do. Uh, the guys that I do like, we I've talked about him. Ramondre, I like T. Higgins, um, and Devonta Smith is fine, but. Again, I, T, I'd rather have Teagans over Devonta Smith, even though they're both wide receiver oh, twos. I would not. One is in a much better passing offense than the other. Um, so that's why I do like Teagans more than Devonta Smith. Uh, so now I'm just going back and forth between Ramondre and T. And, you know, neither of them are going to get back. But I will go Ramondre. I've talked him up all offseason. I'm yeah. not going to be a coward now just because they got a – 28-year-old Ezekiel Elliott. Getting a potential top five back definitely be number two on either team. So, yeah, I, I would have gone Ramondre there, too. Oh, baby. Oh. And <laughs> so, next went Brees Hall, DK, Mark Andrews, Lamar, uh, Devonta Smith, Travis Etienne, and, I mean, I wanted him last round. He fouled to me. I'll take T. Higgins as my wide receiver, too. That, that's just as safe as they come. I don't like yeah. Higgins as a one, but that's that's super – yeah, next one, his quarterback, Burrow, Gibbs, and you are on the clock. If, um, if Gibbs, Yeah, I'm going to try and think who you're going to pick, but you you yeah. you're talking. Yeah, if, if Gibbs was there, it would have been tough not to take him. I, I've been super high on Gibbs. I, ha- I have him in the league. I have him actually redraft every, and dynasty in every league. Uh, I predicted in the offseason that he was going to be a top 10. Uh, but he is gone, so the next receivers I'm looking at, Debo, Ridley, Keenan Allen. Uh, next running backs on the board are Mixon, Walker, Jones. And I think if I wanted to go tight end or quarterback, the quarterbacks left before the tier break are Fields and Herbert. And they're fairly down the board. And two of the three teams in front of me yeah. have a quarterback already. So I'm a quarterback next round. Uh, so I'm just going to take a, another save as they come wide receiver and Keenan Allen. And, you know, I have upside with Keenan Allen for safety. Yep, that is who I thought you were going to pick. So that's uh, a, it's a smart pick. I mean, when he was back from weeks 11 on, I, I saw that he had more top 24 finishes than Amon Ra had the entire season, and he didn't play till week 11. He was just electric the last six weeks of the, of the year. Yeah, it, it was nuts. I, obviously, I don't know if that will continue with Mike Williams healthy, obviously Quentin Johnson there now, but you could just say that this team's going to throw the ball even a little bit more, so he could be seeing 12, 13 targets a game. He could be. Uh, my, uh, my next pick in the, so, uh, Calvin Ridley, Mixon, Debo, Herbert went Hopkins and Cooper string of, um, all the receivers that we just mentioned. Uh, I am going to go Justin Fields in the fifth round. You know, Mason touching up before in a 10 man league. Most of the tight ends are going to be good. Most of the quarterbacks are going to be good. I don't want the next year and I don't want to be separated from the Hertz, the Allen, the Mahomes owners and fifth round to have a potential top five quarterback. Just too good to pass up for me, so I am taking Justin Fields. Next went Hawkinson and Kittle. 
Those are just two guys I never think about drafting, don't nope. want. Nope. Me neither. I totally I, I don't it. even know where I would take them. Like at some point they do become a value, obviously. I would say I just don't know where I would take them. Even in the sixth round, I wouldn't take them where going. I would take those guys in the seventh round. And yeah. I know they'll never get to me there, so I've never drafted them. Yeah. All right. Next best available. So I have Kelsey, Aminra, Ramondre, and Higgins. Next best is uh, Ken Walker, Aaron Jones, Scary Terry, Damian Pierce, who I will never take, DJ Moore, Miles Sanders, <laughs> and Jerry Judy. Me and you uh, hate the, the next... same players, and it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. The next quarterback is Trevor Lawrence. Again, since I do have a onesie position, I don't want to go super early. Maybe if he comes back to me in the sixth, I'll think about it. But, um, yeah, we'll talk about that next round. So I'm looking at, you know, Aaron Jones, you know, a PPR running back is far more valuable than a non PPR. That's not, you know, that's common knowledge. Um, I do like Terry McLaurin, but I do like Dotson as well. And I can get him later. Um, DJ Moore, you know, I, 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 like I said, if he's my wide receiver three, I'm fine with it. Um, and that's where he would be at this point, but there is a break in the running backs. I do think. And Aaron Jones is a guy who is known as a pass catcher. I do think this team is going to be a lot of dump offs, a lot of screens, um, you know, short crossing routes, and they're going to run the ball more than what they have in the past. So I will go with Aaron Jones um, and get my probably one and only pack of them. Aaron Jones in the fifth round is your RB2. It's not the flashy pick by any means. And, you know, he's kind of being left for dead. He's just an old toy nobody wants to play with anymore. But he's he's going to be super safe. He may not. Yeah. He may not finish as a top twelve back, but he for sure will be a solid RB two. Yeah, and let's see. Where did he go? He went one, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. He went as RB seventeen. I I think his floor is probably RB fourteen. So I think I drafted him after his or after his floor, in my opinion. So I already like the value. Um, the next six picks were Scary Terry, Ken Walker, Judy, DJ Moore, Damian Pierce, and Miles Sanders. So, like I said, if Trevor Lawrence was there in the sixth, I would probably – I would think about taking him. But all the teams after me, six through one, have quarterbacks. So, yeah. I'm not going to do it. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so, now I'm going to be looking at my wide receiver three. There's Drake London, Christian Watson. Um, and then it's just a string. You know, Godwin's a ways down. Ayuk's a ways down. So, I'm honestly going to take the best available. It's Drake London. Uh, he had a He had a decent rookie year. Um, and I think it's going to get better. I don't think he's going to be a top 12 guy, but I do believe he does have upside. He's an athletic freak and it, it can't get worse than what it was. And I think he just has this great upside. If I didn't take Aaron Jones, I would be taking Christian Watson though. I was um, just about to, yeah. As soon as you stopped talking, I was just about to say that you have been an easy choice for you. It would have been because I think he, I think his upside is far better than Drake London. I think if Watson end of the year as wide receiver eight, I'm not going to be shocked because he's a deep ball, like a Mike Williams, who's been the wide receiver five before. That's what Christian Watson is. But I, I needed a running back. I couldn't take the chance. So this is, this is the people's RB dead zone, but this is the whole, all, all draft, all zone, position. Yeah. Uh, so the next available running backs are Dobbin, Madison, and Swift. Next available receivers are Godwin, Ayuk, Pittman. I took a quarterback, quote-unquote, early in the fifth round. That's still early. I'm not looking at tight end yet. Uh, so it's really down to which running back or which receiver I want. And I haven't taken this guy in any mocks or anything, but I feel like this is a situation where 
if this guy hits, we're all going to be like, why the fuck is he going in the sixth round? Starting running back from Minnesota Vikings. I'll take a shot on Alexander Madsen. Okay. Yeah, it's it's such a weird – it's a weird place for him because kind of like Herbert, when he's been the main guy, he's done it. He's proven it. But that was with a different head coaching scheme. Is he going to be the main guy? Are they going to – is he going to be what Dalvin Cook was, which is a three-down back? We don't know. But for a high-scoring offense, you, it's you, it's hard to pass up on the opportunities that he should have. I agree. Uh, Pitts, Dobbins, Goddard rounds out the sixth round. Swift, Godwin, and Ayuk. I was hoping Godwin or Ayuk got back to me, and neither did. So now I don't love this pick again. Uh, so I, I have three running. My team is McCaffrey and Henry, Olave, Keenan Allen, Justin Fields, and Alexander Madison. I'm really looking at an only receiver. Uh, best available is Pittman, Lockett, Mike Williams, and Hollywood Brown. I guess you can throw. Yeah, it, I mean, you're not reaching until you get down there to Evans, JSN, Pickens, but mm-hmm. uh, I'll go with the wide receiver one. I'm uh, Hollywood Brown just because I think Kyler's going to be back sooner rather than later, and I want the wide receiver one. And I've mean, seen it before. Hop- yeah. Hopkins, Hopkins has done it when Hopkins has been out. Hollywood's done it. So. Give me uh, Hollywood in the flow. Yeah, he's one of those guys that I take a lot in my mocks and hope to get him just for those same reasons. We've seen it done before. Um, and if Kyler's does come back sooner, it's, he's just going to be better. Even if Kyler isn't there, he's their only target that you can really rely on as a quarterback. So, yeah, he's a great value this year. Um, next two picks were Evans and Javante Williams. There's another guy that we're going to be like, all right, he's – Throughout the whole off season, he's healthy. Yep. No, I don't believe it. Now he's healthy for week one. No, I don't. It, it, in the seventh round, that could be the steal of the draft this year, and I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, it, it really could. I haven't taken Javante in mocks just because of the injury. Possible. Actually, I have taken him once, and I think it was like around the seventh or eighth round. And it felt good, but it also felt scary. For sure. Um, so this pick, if I do want to go quarterback, I have to take Trevor Lawrence now. There are six picks in between me and four picks don't have a quarterback. So he if will I not want to go back. quarterback, a top five potential guy, it has to be right now. Um, I do have two running backs and three wide receivers, so I'm pretty balanced there. And I do have my tight end I don't have to worry about later. So let me just say screw it and let's go with Trevor Lawrence. I think if this was a real draft and I was in that spot, I think I would have gone Lawrence too. Yeah. Uh, Akers, right. Pittman, Lockett, Hunter, Waller, and Mike Williams, and Mason is on the clock at the 8-4 spot. Yep, and I was hoping for a couple guys to come back to me. Uh, James Conner, kind of the same thing as Hollywood. Yeah, he, he can catch passes, and he's their only running back. That backfield is embarrassing to look at, think about, talk about. Um, so I have been taking him a lot. The Rashad White pick I was hoping as well, and he did come back. And David Montgomery, but I already do have a Lion so I'm not going to be going him. Uh, wide receivers would be JSN, Pickens, and Deontay Johnson. Uh, it's just a lot of big names, you know, especially with the two young guys and then Deontay who has done it. But like I said, I do love pass catching backs, and I'm going to keep the theme on with Rashad White. So we just talked about Cook earlier in the episode. Did Cook at all? No, not really at all. Um, I mean, he's going to be, 
he could end up again. We talked about it. The wires, the running back 24. And I probably got him as the running back 26, maybe. So it's good value, but it's just, I want someone who I know, at least at this moment, it's Rashad white and everyone else is a maybe, but for Dalvin, we know who he's with. Right. We we had the Rashad white skin in it there but uh he's he's totally fine so he tweeted i'm okay guys don't worry (laughs) uh so i have i have three and three receivers i want to in a three flex league i want to continue to bolster my wide receiver room six o'clock trains going by i'm sure you hear that in the background uh and i i want i want nothing but upside after i get past the eighth round give me jackson and jigba he's going to get off to a slow start i might not even start him week one uh but coming down the pipeline here, he could be a league winner. Yeah, he very well could be. Uh, string of receivers want to end out the eighth, and Deontay Johnson, Pickens, Kirk, and James Cook, Evan Ingram, and A.J. Dillon, and I'm back in the ninth round here. Uh, so I still don't have a time, uh, and it's the, the next Pat Fryermuth, David Njoku, Dalton Schultz. Uh, there's a huge teardrop between Pat and the rest of these guys. Uh, you can say what you want about Dalton Kincaid down there, but I am going to take Pat Fryerman. I think he's by far the most talented, probably in the best situation out of anybody. And uh, yeah, give me him there to round out. Actually, my starting nine. Yep. No, that's it. I mean, he's just a safe guy. The touchdowns should be up there for everyone in the passing game. Um, we've talked about the Steelers. All the Steelers, they all have great value. It's, it's a good, safe pick. Um, next went Montgomery and Addison. I was hoping for two guys, two young guys, Addison and Dotson. Addison was taken, so give me Jahan Dotson. I fucking love taking Dotson to drafts. He could, I know. He, he could be the wide receiver one in his team this, this year. He very well could be. Uh, next went Traylon Burke, so he went to 9-8. Um, next went Prescott, Antonio Gibson, Brandon Cooks, Michael Thomas, and Kadarius Toney. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> so I do not need a uh, quarterback or a tight end. I have three, three running backs and four wide receivers. Can you tell that train to shut up, Dodge? Bro, it's almost past. Give it a fucking break. <laughs> so I, you know, <laughs> I, I'm just focusing on wide receivers and, run, and running backs. The rest of this draft, um, this is the first guy off my bench, though. So it's still not like, oh, this guy is. I still don't mind having a safer pick because one injury, bye weeks, they're still there. Uh, the next guys are Quentin Johnson, Ryan Robinson, Juju, Gabe Davis, Jamal, and Zay Flowers. Um, oof, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to go with, it's the guy that I've been seeing the most out of camp, making the big splash plays. Um, it's a rookie, and it's Zay Flowers. I'm seeing more of him than any other Ravens receiver, um, more of him than almost any rookie receiver honestly so i'll take zay flowers i was hoping for flowers to come back to me i thought you were going qj there and qj went one quentin johnson went one pick me and that would have sucked because i have keenan allen i yeah. so i wouldn't have taken qj but god damn i love him there in the tent yeah i mean it's it's you we never want to talk about oh you have to watch out for injuries and fantasy because we don't like to play like that but it's realistic with keenan allen and mike williams so qj could be an absolute steal but yeah, the chances are higher for QJ on the chart than are on other teams to get yes. in because of injuries. We'll just put it that way. 
so I have my quarterback, I have my tight end, and I have uh, four receivers, three running backs. So I'm, I'm again, I have six bench spots to fill. They're probably going to be running back and wide receiver at this point. Uh, next best available running backs are Jamal Williams, Rashad Penny, Charbonnet. Love Khalil Herbert, but I'm banking on him getting back to me in the next six picks, so I'll keep him down there. Uh, best available are Juju, Gabe Davis, OBJ, and Elijah Moore. It, man, I fucking hate this point of the draft. I know. I If you've listened at all last year, I fucking hate this guy, but he still is the wide receiver too. Wow, I'm surprised you just want to take your guy just in case. But you're right, ADP, Herbert is lower. Yeah, I'm, I am playing the ADP game. Davis probably wouldn't make it back to me. Herbert, I'm hoping does. So I'm going to go wide receiver two, Buffalo Bills, Gabe Davis. Upside, and we are hoping for the best. And he did yep. make it back to me. So I am taking RB1 on the Chicago Bears. Khalil Herbert. I have RB1 and RB2 on the Bears. Fields and Herbert. <laughs> uh, next went Aaron Rodgers and Anthony Richardson. And right there alone. I want like if you waited to punt your quarterback position, Anthony Richardson in the eleventh, tenth, it could be a, a just the biggest steal for the quarterbacks. Um, we for talked sure. about obviously you said Justin Fields could be a top five potential, but that's what you're you you got him as the what sixth quarterback, um, where Anthony Richardson again could be the fifth overall quarterback, and you would get him in the twelfth round, and then you go Geno four three rounds later, so. I've done it so many times, and I love that strategy. But I have Trevor Lawrence, so I don't need that. But I am looking at, you know, I do like uh, Charbonnet. P. Ryan, you know, he's starting to fall a lot more uh, because of Javante News getting healthier, Elijah Moore, Cortland Sutton. Um, so those are kind of the guys that I'm looking at right now. And I'm going to go with the guy that I've been high on uh, since he got traded to the Browns, and that is – I don't have a Brown player. Nope, and that is Elijah Moore. Yeah, when, once you get down here late in the draft, I mean, you, you always have to look at, okay, I can't take QJ because I have Keenan Allen type deal. So, Yeah, uh, and next goes Captain Kirk, Sharb, Schultz, Pirine, Beckham, and Sutton. And this is where, again, we talked about you take guys, boom, boom or bust guys, because if they're yeah. not – if they're not good, you don't care. You got them in the 12th, 13th round. And I'm going to go with the most, the fastest rookie running back on a fast team as uh, Mr. Davon A. Chain in Miami. Yeah. Four picks. Honestly, the whenever I have like two, maybe three bench spots filled, the rest of the, the rest or the rest of the draft, I am going solely on upside. Most of them will probably be dropped and that's totally fine. I'll spend some fat uh, on the waiver wire, but yeah, I totally agree. I do that too. So, uh, Komet and Kincaid went after running backs left on the board. We got McKinnon, Damian Harris, Elijah Mitchell, and Tyler Algier. Woof. <laughs> Receivers, we got Lazard, Jameson Williams, who we just talked about, Adam Thielen, Rashad Bateman, Sky Moore. Oh, man. Jet, do I? <laughs> I'll just, I'll take the. I, seen it we've seen Lazard and Rogers we've seen that connection Garrett no one's saying Garrett Wilson's not going to be the one one on this Lazard will be an 800 yard six touchdown guy he'll be a fine bye week player he'll, he might be flex league he might even be in my starting lineup 
as soon as week one if Jason's not uh yeah n- not the higher than the wide receiver three. So I will go Lazard and hopefully no running backs go because it's getting gross. <laughs> and I, two went. So I I only have four running backs, which is fine in a redraft where I only have to start two. Uh but the remaining guys are Mitchell, Algier, Elliot, Singletary, and Bigsby's down there for you, but I won't take him because I do like a couple guys farther down. Uh, I mean, at, at this point, neither one of us have a, need a quarterback, but just for Bigsby, Dulcich, and Laporta are best available tight ends at this right point in the draft, and then Daniel Jones, Goff, Russell Wilson, Bryce Young. Uh, if you don't have a quarterback at this point, you're fucked. But uh, yeah, you really are. Sorry. I mean, I think at this point, even if you have to reach and go down the, you know, not not pee out the window, I'm just going to take a guy who I believe can rise in the ranks and maybe see the most targets on his team. Romeo Dobbs, 13th round. Yeah, I've been saying that, um, you know, all offseason that there is a huge possibility he May not end up the wide receiver one, but he could be the target leader in that team. Um, we also talked about Watson, just that big play guy. So, yeah, it's a very it, – it's a good pick. It, it really is in the 13th round. Thanks. Next went Elijah Mitchell and then Jacoby Myers. And I'm going to go another second-year wide receiver. We – oh, no, I'm not. I'm not because I have a tight end. Never mind. <laughs> that stinks. But yeah. – Man, that does. His pick was going to be Sky Moore for those who don't know. (laughs) It was. Oh man, that does stink. You know what? There is a lot to go in this in this room. Uh, A lot of pass attempts, and we've seen Patrick Mahomes support multiple guys. You know, Tyreek and Travis. It's my third or last pick. Give me Sky Moore. Whoever you, whoever anybody takes in this receiving room, they're going to be wrong. So, I, me personally, I'm out. It's Kelsey, but. You, you never Next know. Went, you, you do never know. Next went Chig, Daniel Jones, Goff, Algier, Higby, and Russell Wilson. I am going to take my guy and Tank Bigsby. Yeah. Um, unless there's anyone else that I'm just missing. Yeah, there's Kendra down there, but I'm going to go with Tank Bigsby. He's at least healthy. I know. I was hoping Bigsby or Miller got back to me, and I had a feeling you were going to take Bigsby, so I am going to take Kendra Miller here. I'm hoping that uh, he proves enough with Kamara. He finds his way into this offense the second half of the year to be fantasy relevant, at least for that second half of the bye weeks. Uh, so the last round of the draft, uh, Rice, Dulcich, Zeke, uh, Singletary, Foreman, and Mostert. So, oh, man, I don't even know what I want to fucking th- – these names are so gross at this point. It's not funny. Yeah, uh, there are – there's like – there's two or three that I'm going to be taking. I'm not taking Laporta. Um, but there are two or three that I'm going to be taking. Uh, so at this point, I'm just going to look at receiver again. And who, who knows? This 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 receiver could be on the waivers as early as week three. But I'm hoping he's going to finish uh, as the wide receiver one for his team. Wide receiver Jonathan Mingo goes to go along with rookie Bryce Young. Wasn't confident in it, but I uh, didn't love any other pick. It would have been Sean if I didn't uh, draft Khalil Herbert, by the way. Yeah, no, Mingo was one of the guys, and so was Rondale Moore. Um, just because, again, we've it's 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 a gross wide receiver room without Hollywood, but they got to throw to someone. Rondale is a wide receiver too, so he was in con, uh, con- consideration for me. But I'm gonna go with um, 
you know, Nico Collins, I've, I've loved his value, obviously 15th round and it's what who him and tank Dell. I'll take a guy who isn't five, six, like Nico Collins is six, four, 215 pounds. Uh, last year, he, he had some games, um, nothing obviously crazy, but 10 points, 10, 11, 10, 10. When he played, he was getting the job done, and him and CJ Stroud have built a good connection. So I will go with Nico Collins. Again, I could easily drop him. I don't care, but I, that wide receiver room, he could be the wide receiver one. For sure. Uh, John Mechie went undrafted. I could easily see him being the one this year, too. I'm hoping for a, a you know, feel-good story, a bounce-back recovery yeah. year for him, but... Uh, that'll do it for this uh, 15 round, after 15 rounds. This is getting into like gross dynasty territory, but yeah, when Laporta, I did think about Hyatt, but just you know, he could have that one game deep ball, 75 yard touchdowns, and then I would just trade him instantly for sure. And then Kareem Hunt. So, I mean, I'm a guy I love Sam Laporta. He went almost undrafted for yeah. some reason when he's gonna be the leading, second leading target guy on his team. For, for sure the first six weeks and possibly top three in the whole season. I disagree. I think Gibbs is seeing over 75 targets this year. That's why I said three. Like worst case, he's three. Oh, oh okay. So to round it out, nine, nine starters. My starters are Justin Fields, CMC, Derrick Henry, Chris Olave, Keenan Allen, Pat Fryermuth, Alexander Madison, Hollywood Brown, and JSN. Uh, my bench guys are Gabe Davis, Leal Herbert, Alan Lazard, Romeo Dobbs, Kendra Miller, and Jonathan Mingo. The only the only positions I'm really, you know 50-50 on it's it's the positional dead zone I talked about earlier, the sixth, seventh, mm-hmm. eighth round. It's really, you know, hit home runs and th- those could be league winners in those rounds, or you could just totally strike out. I could see Madison being either way. JSN not picking it up earlier rather than later or later and you know, falling on his face. But at the same time, I do love running backs. Love my wide receiver one. Yep. So my nine starters, I have Trevor Lawrence for Mondre, Aaron Jones, Amon Ra, T. Higgins, Kelsey, Drake London, Rashad White, and Jahan Dotson. My bench, Zay Flowers, Elijah Moore, Devon A. Chain, Sky Moore, Tank Bigsby, and Nico Collins. Um, I mean, obviously, when when I hear it and see it, I'm like, wow, like my wide receivers, I don't I like them, but then I'm like, oh yeah, I have Travis Kelsey, who is just he's gonna give me 17 points a week. So when you draft him or an Andrews or those early quarterbacks, you have to remind yourself that you might not be as deep as you want, but you have arguably the best player and a huge advantage every single week. For sure. Yeah, I, I thought don't don't take this the wrong way, but neither one of us has drafted Kelsey in the first round in any draft. I was gonna hate your team more than I do. I actually really like your team. Yeah, I mean, I got Amon Ra. We've talked about him. He's just he's just a target, target machine. T. Higgins will see over, you know, 120, 130 targets. Drake London should see over 100 targets. Jahan Dotson should see over 120 targets. And my three running backs that I'm going to play are all pass-catching running backs. So they might not get the 25 opportunities like CMC or Henry, but they'll get 16, 17. And they could easily, maybe not McCaffrey, but – be up there scoring wise with them with less opportunities because they do catch the ball. Right. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you, top to bottom, I don't even, I think your receiver receiving core is deep. I'm going to rock easily finish 
top, top five with the top yeah. five of the targets. So you really didn't lose out on much depth, as much depth as I thought you were going to. Right now, I don't know if, if you have the balls to take Kelsey in the real draft there, but I, I mean, I could be wrong. I know. I've, I mean, seeing this, I do, I do like my team the more I look at it, but I mean, having, you know, Diggs, Diggs, Aminra, and Mark Andrews, obviously I'd be hitting on, you know, my running back would be worse, but I mean, or if Mark, Mark, if Mark Andrews came to me in the fourth, you know, Diggs, Aminra, Stevenson, and Mark Andrews, is that better? It sounds better. It does sound better. But we don't but, know. Yeah, you don't know. Well, that'll do it. Last redraft mock of the year. Where it's middle of August. We're coming up quick to uh, to fantasy draft season, and I'm done in three of my four leagues. I think one or two uh, to two to go here. I have two left. Yes, August thirty first. So um, Thursday before Labor Day. I think either the Sunday after Labor Day or the Sunday before that Sunday before the one I just discussed so yeah preseason week two coming up here first games tonight and next week we got our my guys episode yeah uh, again i don't i don't have them finalized we're not discussing beforehand so yep. th- uh, I, well actually last year we did but we should this year we all want to have the same my guy who's gonna tell us no <laughs> who does play tonight <laughs> i forget i don't know i just to the ESPN because I work tonight at nine o'clock and I wanted to see if there was preseason on. Uh, it's on at like six o'clock. It's only one game, but uh, we got Thursday through Monday this week. It is Browns and Eagles. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I don't watch much preseason, but I just look at the highlights. I look at uh, the noteworthy yeah. performances. So, uh, yeah, my guys on next episode and. Uh, we're get we're close to a week one preview, which is exciting. We are, to say. and there's going to be no valuable players playing tonight, which stinks. That's why that's why I did look because if it was you know Seattle or Vikings, I'd be looking for the JSNs and Addisons. Right. All right. All right. Well, follow us on uh, all social medias, TikTok, YouTube at the Kneel Down, and we will catch you guys next week. See you next week.